Amen. Amen. We continue our series on the blessed, the blessed disciple, and this morning we want to look at a very special message which I've captioned, the blessing of God's secret place. Can we all say secret place? Secret place. And I know that a lot of you have secrets. I have my secret friend, I share my secrets and all that, but we'll look at what it means to be blessed from God's secret place, and I pray that as we share you will find yourself in that secret place. Amen. Amen. Yeshe rade ni shira ode ehunta a ode ema eyenema. Let's stand together as we take our text, Psalm 91, and I'm just reading through from the New Living Translation, Psalm 91. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge... If you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Me se erade se me dwanko bia ene ma bankese me nyankopon a me de me hometo no so na ono no obeji wa firi firi sunfo ofi die mu na owiare esei ene owiare esei mu odi ne ntakra pekata oso ene ntama ase ene obekɔ akɔhye ochem ene katabuo ene no ne nokrɛ unsuru anajubumbo bema a etu nam awia oyare domo ene nam sunmu in Sunday area, I say I did a yakiti. I pimp to tow and chain, not up a do to tow any fire. Would they anchor when you quarrel now the befe? Now, when you are born of Wakatria, now woo a rade and a midian cobia, or so soon near no, and I wouldn't know I have a tinabia. Bonnet and cow, nor how a man want to my dying. Now, here, now both four amounts so, sir, over here also. Wakwanyinem, Obeswao, Ewan Sam, na wonai ampimbo. 
Obenanti jata ene hutia so obeti etia jata bruwa ene otwiase so na se ofam me huyi meje no me mana so ifri se onimidin osu freme na meje no so meneno benanti ahuhia mu meyi no mahye no enonyam me mana edi no kwa trene ame na mama no ehunu menkwagye amen amen take a few minutes and commit yourself to God's hands and ask that he will speak to you this morning. Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to bring your word to your people. And indeed, to all of us, we commit our hearts to you. We ask that the entrance of your word will bring light to us. Teach us to receive, assimilate, and apply your word in our lives. For your own sake and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. The blessing of God's secret place. The relationship between God and his children, I want to say that it's a very special relationship. It's a very special relationship because first, he is the one who reached out to us who are his children by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross of Calvary. And by sending his son to die for us, he's just letting us know that he wants us to draw close to him and be connected with him. So by receiving Jesus, you, have, you take the first step in saying that, oh, Jesus is the one who died for me. I know there is a God somewhere that I'm accountable to and that I must live my life to please. Unfortunately, for most of us, we know we are Christians, we know we have believed Jesus, we know and declare with our mouth that he is our Lord, but that connectivity between us and him is very thin. It's become very thin because perhaps we have not come to terms the fact that he desires intimacy with us and he wants us to relate with him one on one. And 
And this morning, as I share about the blessing of God's secret place, I want you to know that there's something we call a secret place that you and I can be with our God. My prayer for you this morning as I go through this word is that you will determine to discover that secret place in terms of your relationship with God. That secret place, you must find it. And that is where your soul will find satisfaction. Amen. I came across a very interesting quote that I usually want to quote for you to hear. This is what the person says. He says, the comfort or discomfort of our outward lives depends more largely upon the dwelling place of our body than upon almost any other material thing. And then he goes on to say that, and the comfort or discomfort of our inner life depends similarly upon the dwelling place of our souls. Those amongst us who by God's grace have put up your dwelling places, you know, the dwelling place that you are in didn't come up you know, overnight, but I believe that you, you bought a place, the land, you, you, you thought about how you want the place to be. Uh, somebody will say, maybe I'll put up a three-bedroom house, and the master bedroom will have a jacuzzi. It will have, a, we have double bed or master bed or king bed. We have AC. We have the flat TV. We have fridge there. We have you know, very soft carpet there that you can sleep. Everybody thinks about the comfort. And what this quote is saying is that, our bodies desire a comfortable place to live in. Nobody puts up a house and wants to sleep on a, a hard bed or iron bed. But you sleep on the bed. Where when you lie on the bed, you actually, the bed actually soaks you and you almost get vanished. You are thinking about the comfort of your body. I want you to let you know that when it comes to the issues of our soul, there's a place that can provide you that comfort. And satisfaction. We call that place God's secret place. Maybe 
ye be okra no be kona no so obi nya ahoto a eye awrade ne hu ntabia eno e ade a ehu ehia ye the psalm that we just read gives us some idea and some illustrations about that secret place and at the end of the presentation i will let you know how you can discover that secret place that you can remain so we'll look at a few things in the psalm the place the secret place the psalm describes it and then there are some blessings that you can receive from that secret place then beyond the blessings i'm calling this there are other fringe benefits that will come to you when you find that place but you as an individual has a responsibility a responsibility to discover that place and be there into your hair and you might do and your crow back on that it's just yeah it be who send the church to match ray a faster and won't have piano so i won't have piano they have yeah i was a beer i'm a person or better night it's a true more a baby ever my yet me a who a year and no more had a new idea at your crow back on the church in the verse 1, Psalm 91, verse 1, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This is the place that is being described. Please take note that he says, in the other version, he calls it <clears throat> a secret place. When we say something is secret, what it means is that it is hidden. It is hidden from the eyes. So it is hidden from other, other people. So it's a secret place, and you must know that it's not everybody who can discover that secret place. It is not everybody who will describe that secret place. Number two, that place, it says, is the place of the Most High. It's a secret place, but that's where the Most High is. That's where God is. Those of you who watch African movies, these Nigerian movies, or even our own local movies, when people, somebody is interested in marrying another person and he's doing everything. I remember yesterday, KB was telling us how he discovered uh, uh, Jackie. I found a very interesting story. The way he, I said, you're releasing this back 20 years back. Eh? Yeah. And he, he was telling us how he, Jackie was not discovering him, but he discovered her. And somehow, somehow, Jackie discovered. You know, when you watch those African movies, those people who are interested in African traditional religion or African electronics, let me say it that way, and he wants to capture somebody or he wants to kill somebody, and you find that this man, they say, oh, there's a certain man somewhere in the bush, bush, inside the bush. And because the person has a dream of killing somebody or messing up somebody's life or achieving something, he will make every effort to discover that person who can do that job, even in the forest, to the, to the extent that he will, he will cross rivers, he will go through dangerous places because he wants to discover that secret place where that man is who can give him what he or she wants. <laughs> Nipebi, and I hear you, hey, be a movie, 
akomia ye bi pen wo be hwani a kire o se obi wo hia manchene no hwa kwa ye bi mu na wasimu na obi se bisa hefa na ya kire wa fe gba koduru ba bi bo nsu da ho nsu da ho me na den wo metwa isan se ya kire o se ko ho na wa kwa na ba koduru na obi hunu sa wo nipa na wo ko ne ho enye nyankopon wo be ko no na na hwe ne ho and it's an OTN and Yama or Nawako, Nawako Putin. It's as open as Okum will be mouth. So the man is there, the one who is interested in juju, you know, Africanizing electronics to somebody goes to discover. <laughs> the secret place we are talking about as Christians is the place where God Himself is. And if you, as an individual, can make the effort to go and discover that juju man in the deep forest, then you should be able to make an effort to discover this God right in his secret place so that he can satisfy your soul amen it is no yen fese ne ya ka ye se se samre na na wo hu awrade wo nya ho na wo ko ya ewure bi mo ko hwe sa papa yi ese woni boni bi ma wo ah e hu ni mfaso na ye ka ye nyankopon no ese na wunta bia no e ye bia ya wo kwa e ho e na wo kra wo ni pedua ni nyina e be nya ahome a so in that same verse, we are learning that it's a secret place. The Lord dwells there, but it's also a dwelling place. God wants you to dwell in that secret place. What it means is that he wants you to settle there. He wants you to be there and live there so that your soul can find satisfaction. It is Turn to somebody and say on my behalf the person find that place and dwell in that place. Say to somebody else, look for that place and dwell in that place. And God bless you for that. In the same verse 1, that place, it is a place for a particular person. What he's saying is, it's not everybody who is able to discover that place. We are all Christians, we are all born again, we are all spirit-filled, but it's not all of us who are able to discover. He says, the one who dwells. So, there is someone who must make an effort to dwell. We are all Christians. And not everybody dwells in that secret place. I pray that you will be that one who dwells Amen. in that secret place. There are blessings that you find, and at the tail end of that, I'm going to show you how you can discover that place. There are blessings that you derive from that place, that secret place of the Most High. And I have a number of them among others because of time. One, if you look at the verse 1 and 2, or the 1b, it says there is a protective rest under the shadow of the Almighty. If you look at the verse very carefully, those who, look, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. There is a protective rest. 
Now, when the sun is scorching and the heat is on, and you find a tree, a big tree, with the branches spread out, and you find yourself under the tree, how, how comforting it is for you to rest in the shade of the tree from the scorching heat of the sun. The same thing applies spiritually. If you find that place, there's what we call a spiritual shadow, a spiritual covering over your life under which you and I can find perpetual rests. Rest from all the arrows, the spiritual arrows and the attacks that come from the evil one. Another version says you will abide, you will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's a blessing that God gives to us as we are able to discover that secret place. Number two, as you discover that secret place, it is from there that you can affirm certain personal convictions about this God that you and I say we serve. Look at verse 2. This I declare about the Lord, the one who is resting in the shadow of the Almighty. This is what he says. It is within the shadow of the Lord that he is able to affirm. You may have a conviction about God. Oh, God is my refuge. Oh, God is my, my stronghold. But you see, when you rest under his shadow, that's when what you believe about him becomes real and authentic in your life. Look at what the psalmist says. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety, and he is my God, and I trust him. Yes, somebody who is resting under the shadow of the Almighty, and he sees God fully, fully working and confirming in his spirit that truly he is his refuge. When you say somebody is your refuge, basically it means that he's the one who shields you. He's the one who protects you. He's the one who covers you from the fiery darts of the enemy. And here we find the psalmist declaring and affirming his convictions about this God because he has found a place, a place, and dwelling in the shelter of the Almighty. Confirmation only comes by experience. Confirmation of anything comes by experience. Yeah, there's a restaurant here, they have fufu and a punchy crackra. I tell you, I tell you, if you go, you go again. Somebody recommends. Until you go to eat the fufu and a punchy crankra, you can never say that what the person is saying is true. So, confirmation and affirmation of things in our life comes by experience. We find the psalmist enjoying the presence of the shelter 
of the Almighty and is affirming that truly this is my refuge. It is the God that I can trust and I do trust him. May that be your Lord. That as you enjoy Amen. the presence of the shadow of the Lord resting, you can affirm that truly He's a true God. We are talking about the blessings, the blessings that we find in God's secret, affirmation of personal conviction about God. The next thing is that it is under the shadow of the Almighty that you will experience what I call clear divine protection over your life. One day I was told that there's uh, uh, one of the guys around, I've forgotten the name, you know, the wall with all the barbed wires, electric wires and all that. Even the thieves went in and stole with all those electric wires and all that. True, authentic protection manifested by God is found as you dwell in a secret place and resting, resting under His shadow. Manifestation of clear divine protection under the shadow of the Almighty. I'll read through quickly. I'll not comment, but listen and apply it to your life. Verse 3 onwards, for he will rescue you from every trap. He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promise are your armor and protection. And he says, do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. They are in, in our lives as Christians, day and night, we are, threatened, we are threatened by demonic forces, all kinds of diseases around the place, all kinds of things that will threaten our lives and bring us to a point of death. But as you rest under, this is the Lord saying, as you rest under his shadow, there is an invisible covering around you, an invisible shield around you. You can't see it with your naked eye, but it is there. And as you rest under his shadow, they will fire the arrows, but the arrows will hit the shields and fall to the ground. Your safety, true, authentic safety, is found under the shadow of the Almighty. And it's a great blessing for you. Yes, amen. Amen. 
dane da ona ne o wele so obeseye nenso ne ye dwane ko urade ne hunta bia no na ye tiho a sanye mani nyina beba na ne ebeka ne se manos me amen let me tell you they can fire from afar they can fire from the north from the west from the east but once you are under the cover of the shadow of the almighty it won't get to you it takes your trust and your faith and your belief in what god is saying in his word oh there is also a blessing of personal observation of divine dealings. Divine dealings with the wicked. You see, when you rest under his shadow, I am telling you, let me just say, those who hate you, those who are looking for your downfall, those who are working against you to pull you down, you will rest and cross your leg under the shadow of the Almighty and you will see the way the Lord will Amen. be dealing with them. You will see, he says you will see with your naked eyes. Though a thousand fall at your side as the seven, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Look at verse 8. I like the way he says, just open your eyes. Just open your eyes and you will see the wicked, how they are punished by your God. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. The last but not the least blessing I find in this chapter is what I'm calling angelic policing. Angelic policing. Angelic policing. Let's say it together. Angelic policing. (laughs) Yesterday at the reception... It's two, this latest couple, they were having some bodyguards around them. I said, yes. <laughs> some macho men with some dark goggles, they were following them. I said, hey, <laughs> but we have angelic policing. <laughs> anyway, verse 9 and 11. Let me just finish that quickly. Verse 9. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. This is verse 11. For he will order his angels to protect you. Wherever you go. It says wherever you go. The angels, we don't see them, but they are with us. They are with us. Thousands and thousands. I believe for every child of God, there's an angel assigned for you. As you go, he's with you. In the the deepest of the forest, he's with you. At night when you are sleeping, he's guarding you. We call that angelic policing. May the angels continue to police you. Amen. Amen. These are the main blessings that you derive from the secret place of the Lord, but they are fringe benefits. Let's say fringe benefits. 
when you work, they give you the main salary, but there are other things that they add to it. Very, very important. If you look at verse 15, one fringe benefit is what we call answer to prayer. If you make him your refuge, if you trust in him, when you call him, he's promising that he will answer. It's a fringe benefit that you can enjoy from the secret place. When they call on me, I will answer. It's a big promise. When they call on me, I will answer. Which means that you must be calling on him. You must learn to be calling on him. In the same verse 15, we have divine presence. His divine presence with you. The invisible presence of God. When I, when I talk about the presence of God, I just feel something inside me. We don't see his presence, but we are aware that he's with us. And our spirit, our spirit agrees with the fact that his presence is with us. Day and night. Day and night. One of the Psalms that I love very much, Psalm 121. He says he will not sleep. If you read it, he, he watches why he doesn't sleep. Why doesn't he sleep? He doesn't sleep so that you can sleep. He doesn't sleep so that you can sleep and sleep and sleep. That's one reason why you should not be afraid when you are going to bed. Because there is, a, there is a divine watchman and an angelic police who is with you. So you can sleep and sleep soundly. The same verse 15, he says he will honor you. I don't know what honor means to you, but he will lift you up to various stages in your life. He will raise you to new levels. He gives you honor. What? And sometimes, you know, there are some honors that we don't deserve, but because of his grace and the connection that we have with him, those honors come to us. They come to us. May God honor you. Amen. May God honor you. Amen. Because you are dwelling under his shadow. Amen. Long life, he says, is another fringe benefit. After long life, I don't know how many years he will give you. But depending on your assignment and what his will is for you, you will live the full length of the life that he has for you. Sickness will not cut your life off. Amen. Demons will not cut your life short. Whatever God has for you, you will fulfill it. So those are the fringe benefits. Answer to prayer, divine presence, divine honor, and divine long life. Now, what are your personal responsibilities when it comes to the secret place of God? We find all these in this psalm. There are a few things that I want you to note. Verse 5 and 6, because you are connected with him, it is very important that you deal with your fears. Deal with your fears. There are some of us who are so afraid of many things. We are afraid of cockroaches. We are afraid of ants. We are afraid of no heights. We are afraid of human beings. Fear can kill your spirit. Fear can make you lose appetite. Fear can confuse you. So you must be able to deal with that fear because you have somebody who is with you. Somebody under whose shadow you are resting and abiding. Because you have found that secret place. When you find that secret place, fear has no place in that place. Man. You must deal with that spirit. I break the chains of fear upon your life. I break and I loose them. 
so that you can walk in confidence because God is with you. And Jesus said, Rade, any one who is in the world, 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 Verse 5 and 6, do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. What all that God is saying is that day and night deal with that fear. Live above that fear. Be confident and courageous because heaven is backing you. And the angels are policing you. Or say, and says, I was so, and I do boom bob. And I say, and you may be a two a via, a bit me account. My instruments are near my name, Yanara. It's not as a piano or no, in Yanko Power, or no, and now Becca said, Radi, or no, Momono, Radin Somo, Radiba Somo, Wayama. Personal responsibility, deal with the fear. Number two, if you look at verse nine, particularly of that chapter, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, other version says, if you make the most high your dwelling place, it says make, so you have to make him your dwelling place. You have a personal responsibility to make him your dwelling place. And I'm going to give you a few tips, all in Psalm 91, how to make God your dwelling place. <laughs> Here are a few tips. Verse 14. I'll read and you tell me the tip there. Verse 14. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. Is that there? Is it there? So tip number one, love God with all your heart. Make God number one. Make God the, the, the first in everything. He should be the top priority in your life. Love God so much that you can sacrifice for him. Give your heart. One key sign that you love God is to obey. If you love me, you will do as I say. It's a sign that you love him. Many of us say we love God, but we don't do what God says we should do. We want to do our own things. You don't do your own things if you say you love him. If you want to obey his word, it's a sign that you love him and you want to please him. Love God. Love God. Love God. Make him number one in your life. And when you make him number one in your life, you are gradually entering into the secret place of his heart. In the same verse 14, but in the other versions, it says those who acknowledge him, you must acknowledge in all your ways, acknowledge him. How do we acknowledge God? I've passed the exam in my life. I wrote the exam. I wrote, it's come right to this. You will say, it is by God's grace. It is not by my effort. It is God. You are acknowledging him. You, are, you receive promotion. And you are put, you are, you are promoted to the third level in your organization. Somebody says, Congratulations. It is not me because that promotion, you didn't deserve it. 
but they found that they should put you there. You will say, Yami, it is God. Acknowledge God in the little things. Acknowledge God in the medium things. Acknowledge God in the big things when they come. Don't flex your muscles and say, it is because of how smart I am. Yes. That's how I have this. It is God. I am what I am by the grace of God. Yes. Learn to acknowledge him. Oh, KB yes. and Jackie, what has happened? Acknowledge him. It is God. Because there are girls who haven't married yet. They are praying and fasting. The man hasn't come yet. You have found one. Acknowledge what God has done. And when you are like that, you are under Amen. the shadow of the Almighty. I dare I for a year to move. Obi a na radia wa dum na when ye be be and I say so he be now koye and so he no wa passe na wa mometi so mia mia misya de pao na wa mometi so de be kehu se e radi senye radi a kaya kwa beti mia bo wa wunti min konkotro enti wa en a di biara yeke twa nya me de yeke siye mao. You say a radi or only a bemani diso say a radi a nadum. It ye casemunu, ye meradia dum, and I know a brandy a brandy another. Love him, acknowledge him. Verse 15, we have said already, learn to commune with him. Prayer, let's pray, worship him. When we talk about being and dwelling in the secret place of God, we are talking about a deep one on one communion and fellowship with God. It's in the air, can I say? Sir, a radiant hunter be an eye, say, a uncre at the hour was a year. No, and was a woman who said, Wouldn't you win young coupon or say, What's what Janet called radiant hunter be an eye? And was it da a bringinano? We need radiant a dinkita more a one pie Have time with God, have time with Him, dedicate time with Him, not just one segment of time, but every day. You know, connect with him and let your soul be knitted with his spirit. That's what we call finding that place. It's not everybody who has found that yet. Because sometimes on Sundays, we come in a large crowd like this. When we close, it is finished. It is finished. Monday to Friday, nobody's business. But we are talking about moving from the crowd. Moving from the crowd and finding a place in your heart. You and God. And this should be a daily communion with God. When you commune with him, what God does is that he breaks you into pieces. He breaks the power of the flesh in you. And you can commune with him. When you can see the way he sees things, you can hear the way he hears things, you can move the way he moves. Because your spirit has eclipsed with the spirit because of Jesus. That is the secret place that I want to live with you. That secret place is when God is speaking, you can hear. You as an individual can hear that God is speaking to you. Many of us can hear his voice. Because there are so many voices vying for our attention. But there's one voice that makes the difference in your life. It is, we call it the voice of God. You can hear that voice clearly. When you find that secret place of communion with him, I challenge you, 
by the mercies of God. Focus, decide, move into that place of a personal, intimate relationship with God. The prophet may speak to you, that's good. But when God himself is speaking, can you hear? Can you hear? I release that grace upon your life. Amen. And may your life never be the same. Amen. Amen. Thank you for Amen. your attention. Amen.